When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's a brand Red Legs Radio with Ben Hawke. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. Well, hi folks, and welcome to Redlegs Radio 2021, brought to you by Appel and Climate Air Conditioning. I'm stepping in tonight for Ben Hook, who's absent, of course. Uh, my name's James Fantasia. I happen to be the CEO at the Norwood Football Club, and it's absolutely wonderful to be here. I'm joined with one of our senior executives and corp- uh, commercial manager, Dale Fleming, ex-player and premiership player as well, I should add. Welcome, Dale. Great. Thanks, uh, James. Great to be here. Looking forward to a big show. We're lifting the bar. The hook is out and uh, we're taking it to another level, we're just, aren't we? We're just going that next one up and hopefully, uh, folks, we can we get your support and you can start writing in saying, yeah, we, we like the change. Uh, hopefully, uh, Ben Palmer, our producer, is going to save us whenever we stuff up. He can just he does uh, it all cut the time. us out. But tonight's show, we've got uh, one of our superstars that have come in as a recruit, but gee whiz, he's having an enormous impact on the team. Michael Knoll, and he's recently been added to the state squad. Yeah, I know. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's been a great uh, addition to our footy club this year and um, already a proven state performer, best on ground, Foss William, uh, Foss Williams medal uh, some time back. Uh, but he's been on an AFL journey in between that time and now, and he finds himself at Nord Football Club and playing some great footy. Yeah, and more importantly, um, just a great person, and that's uh, that's number one. So so welcome to Michael. We'll, we'll start talking to Michael directly. And we're also going to hear from Alicia, Alicia Gallagher, on our leadership team. Uh, women's team are sitting top of the ladder. Yeah, they're flying, and Alicia's flying, and uh, she's doing great things. She's a new leader of our club, and, and really uh, her and the rest of the team are, are doing the club proud. Well, there's a lot going on in footies we've mentioned, but we uh, come off a bit of a loss from last week, but in my view certainly took some steps forward. What I'm looking forward to do is having a chat to Michael about not only team performance, but finding out a little bit more about him himself. So welcome, Michael, to Redlegs Radio. Yeah, thank you, Fanner. Good to be here. Lucky these uh, microphones uh, go up pretty high. Hey, Fanner. We'd be in trouble. He's a big lad, the old Nolly. I was going to say, uh, he, he certainly is uh, one of the smartest, tallest blokes I've met. But thank more importantly, <laughs> I've just been so impressed, mate, with uh, how you have applied yourself, not only on the track, but during the games, the way you stick up for your your teammates, uh, the effort that you give. Football, does it come naturally? Has it been something that you've pursued most of your life or has it been something that's come in later in your life? Yeah, for me, it's um, it's been a bit of a different footy journey to, to most. So I um, originally played basketball uh, back in Melbourne and then um, made the switch over to footy a bit later. So um, went and did four years over in the States um, as a college basketball athlete. Um, so that was from when I was 19 till 23. So... 
Never actually played a proper um, game of footy till I was actually 23 years well, old. That, that's hey? incredible. That is incredible. I didn't know that, Nolly. So what basketball club in Melbourne? So I was with uh, the Kilsarth Cobras. Oh, yeah. Yep. You hadn't come across a fellow by the name of Scott Christensen in your times, did you? A good oh, friend of mine. He coached a lot of uh, junior basketball and at Kilsarth. But, but, so fantastic. But basketball took you, took you on a, a whole direction itself, didn't you? So that took you to, to the United States? Yep. So I went over to Iowa. So, um, yeah, it's quite a quite a journey um yeah so over played for st ambrose university over there scholarship uh, on a scholarship yep so um yeah, it's a four-year scholarship so live on campus uh, you study that kind of gets uh, taken care of in your scholarship and then just uh play basketball so um yeah it's really good got a exercise science degree out of it um yeah and, and a lot of great memories did you play in the big college tournaments? You know, we, we, were you at that end of the season when the, they were on TV and 20,000 people and all that sort of stuff? Oh, I wish I could tell you I was, but uh, unfortunately our team What's well, so that? The, the NCAA or something? Yes, yeah, so there's the NCAA and then I was playing the NAIA, which yep. is, um, so there's a few different like kind of um, competitions. So my school was in a more of a private college um, league, I guess. Um, mm. So just a, a smaller schools, still still good crowds, but not quite the publicity that the you know, NCAA Division One. Uh, unbelievable were. experience, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it was, mate. It was um, really good. I mean, up till then was just living at home, so then kind of went across. Um, would just go for nine months over um, during the school year, and then come home um, for the summer break. So. But then the best game in the world came calling, and you picked up a footy. Tell Is us about that. Exactly right, yeah. So um, my my older brother played a bit of local footy. Um, he's about six foot three as a ruckman, and me being six eight, he he always was on my case, telling me I should go try out uh, the better game of football. Um, so eventually, yeah, when I came home from the states, I thought, you know, ready for a bit of a change up. Um, and so yeah, just uh, emailed a few different VFL clubs saying I was interested in playing footy, and um, yeah, so Box Hill Hawks kind of got back to me and said, come down to try out in the preseason so um yeah went down there i think i ended up winning their 2k in the in the first 2k so always been kind of a good runner so i think that kind of helped my case to to kind of get a spot uh the skills are obviously pretty uh, horrible to start with but it's just so they need to work yeah exactly right mate <laughs> so um yeah but i put i put guess put in the work put in um would always yeah be put in extra time and kick in meeting up with coaches whatever i could do to kind of um yeah, I guess progress my learning as quickly as possible. Who was coaching there? Was that Marco Bello then? Or no, no. So Marco Bello um, just moved on. So it was Chris Newman. Oh yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, that was the coach, right. and he was uh, yeah did a fab fabulous job. Yeah, I um, got a premiership with him there, and then um, Max Bailey, I worked with a lot as well. Yeah, Maxi, um, big Maxi. So you've come over to South Adelaide uh, to try out now with the SNFL. Did you know much about the the, the Sandfall League itself? I didn't. So I first came over two years ago um, to play um, for South Adelaide. So I, at the time, I didn't really know much about the league at all. Um, just kind of, I really enjoyed my time at Box Hill and, and learnt a lot. Um, but it's hard being an affiliated program. So um, obviously the AFL listed players get first preference on games. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I got a few opportunities, but not quite as much as I was hoping for. So um, yeah, when I got the call up um, from South Adelaide saying uh, to come over here and play state footy, um, yeah, I guess I looked into it, flew me down for a week, you know, saw Adelaide, um, and yeah, th thought I'd give it a crack. So you've you've landed there. Form, obviously, you're you're, you're, you're taking on the game, but your form's in good place because you go straight into the state squad back then, make the state team, 
and uh, win the Foss Williams. Next minute, you find yourself into a middle of the year draft. Yeah, so it was pretty full on time. I flew I flew to Adelaide in um, January, um, so I was only here for a few months really. Then, um, yeah, luckily enough to get selected for the state squad. Uh, went over to Perth. Uh, yeah, I got got the win, which was uh, you know obviously the most important thing. Um, but yeah, I was you know it was a real honour to win the, the Foss Williams medal. Um, and then I guess based on that form and um, the way I've been playing at South Adelaide, um, got picked up mid-season draft. So after about five months in Adelaide, I was shipped up to Sydney. Gee, what a, what a journey. I mean, when, when did you, as a kid, did you play footy in the backyard at school? I mean, did you just pick up a footy after basketball or did you grow up with a footy? Oh, I mean, being in Melbourne, everyone kicks the footy around. So whether it be, you know, uh, recess or lunchtime at school, having a kick with mates. So de- definitely had some kind of, uh, you know, awareness of how, mm. to, how to kick the footy, general rules. But um, as far as uh, my school wasn't really a sports school that I went to, so it didn't really get the opportunity to um, harness to, that. Yeah, yeah, to harness it or, or really play. My, I think we did one football day a year where we played against other schools. So yep. I had played a few games, but not nothing. Well, what, a, what an amazing so, story. Well, effectively, you've picked up the game, but within three years, you found yourself, firstly, from a VFL point of view, given that a run, got the experience there, came over to the Sandful, given that a run and had experience there, then catapulted into an AFL environment. Now you've landed in Sydney. So it's quite a dramatic driver and, and quite a dramatic change. Yeah, it was it was hard to keep up there for a bit, to be honest, yeah. it was, um, especially moving into the middle of Sydney. Um yeah, kind of from the outer suburbs of Melbourne, and obviously Adelaide's a pretty uh, relaxed city. So then, all of a sudden, living in Randwick was a bit of a yeah culture right in the heart, yeah, yeah. culture change um, in there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible, kind of the opportunities that uh, sport can provide for you. So we'll come back to this because uh, we're playing South Adelaide. We don't want to give them much at all. We're playing them tomorrow night, folks, and we want as many people down there as possible. But they had an incredibly bad run. The club itself. Firstly, they lost you, you as a key uh, ruckman, obviously, in that role in the mid-season draft. They, they bring a ruckman in. They lose another ruckman in the uh, what they call the pre-season This This draft, one, yeah. 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 And then, lo and behold, the third time around, the second time of the, the mid-season draft, they've lost another ruckman. That's three yeah. in three drafts. Now, to our good fortune, they found another one, but then we are able to bring you back from Sydney and you've landed at, at the Norwood Football Club. We're grateful for it. You've just been instrumental in not only the way that you've approached the game, but I think the way that you've brought the whole of the team and your teammates with you as well. Uh, how have you found that, that if you had to compare clubs and programs and, you know, how have you found where Norwood versus where, where they are? And it's not, not about whether we're good, bad or indifferent, but just the, just the changes. Yeah, obviously every club's got its own um, culture and, um, you know, I think uh, both South Adelaide and Norwood have really great cultures around them, are, are both excellent Sandful clubs. Um, yeah, with, yeah, great leadership, great, great coaches. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, f- for me, I've, I've really enjoyed playing footy for, for both clubs. Um, coming back from Sydney, I guess I was open to a change and, um, yeah, and happy to kind of ch- chat to different clubs, obviously, um, yeah, go, going through a few different experiences, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure it was the right fit for me coming back um, into the sandful. So, um, yeah, I think uh, talking to Jade Rollins was uh, really, really good and, you know, kind of his vision for the team and obviously he drives very professional standards after so many years in the AFL. So, uh, 
you know, these are all kind of factors that kind of weighed into my decision um, to end up at Norwood. But, um, yeah, like you said, South Adelaide have been pretty unlucky with their, their Ruckman stock. Um, but, yeah, I think that for me, at the moment, really happy at Norwood. Um, yeah, great great club and, um, yeah, just the culture and um, the boys at the club, you know, ma make that. Um, and so, yeah. Well, I mean, we've obviously had a season of sort of two contrasting uh, periods so far, you know, got out of the blocks really well against Port Adelaide, great win, backed it up against Sturt. Uh, and then the last couple of weeks, uh, a little bit more disappointing, but we felt that we may have, you know, improved, uh, you know, against Westies after a, a terrible night against North Adelaide. But I want to go back to Sturt. Um, and uh, I, I really felt at that game, you announced yourself. You, we knew you, how talented you were. We we're, were delighted to have you as a footballer. But on that day, you really stood up for our football club. And I think we're, we're the main reason why we were able to, to steady and run away with that game. Great day, great day for you. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was a bit of a kind of breakout game for me um, coming back into the Sandville. So, um, yeah, obviously great win by the boys as well. Um, I guess for me, after being injured um, up in Sydney uh, with my PCL, I've kind of spent a bit of time not, not playing footy, obviously in rehab and everything. So I feel like for me personally, I've been kind of building my game back up um, after, you know, having a bit of a break. Um on the, on the on the sideline so yeah that that game for me was yeah a, a good chance to kind of impose myself as um you know a, a quality ruckman and um yeah really really help the team and, and just being the... able to get across the ground and your work rate um and then your your effort at the contest and some really important marks and contests and ruck contests was just fantastic it's clear you've got a big tank haven't you yeah, it's always been one of my strengths, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, my running ability to get um, get from contest to contest, um, yeah, it is kind of what, what I try and base my game around. Um, obviously, everything else kind of takes care of itself when, when you're putting in that work and you're actually around the ball. So, um, yeah, definitely... Definitely try try and do that, and probably a hallmark of me having a good a good game is when you know all everything's firing on that side, and then everything else kind of takes care of itself with the marks and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, I'll put this in a bit of context for our listeners as well. We have Michael Knoll sitting in the studio. He's played for Box Hill. He's played for South Adelaide. He's played for Sydney. Now he's over with Norwood. He's actually playing. You're actually playing your twelfth league game this weekend. Wow, number twelve. Yep. So you're a journeyman. You've been around these traps, but yet in in real terms, you know you're very inexperienced in in regards to the number of games that you that you've actually accumulated. Now the other thing that I think um, is quite interesting because I'm interested in your thoughts around this. You're such a talented young group, and I, I mentioned the word young because we've got uh, Henry Nelligan, Nick Pedro, Brody Carroll, Jack John, uh, Jack Hurd, Jacob Collins, Jackson Callow. These are guys we've all seen some really exciting footy out of this year. All played under ten games. Yep. How do you how do you how do you see the group in that in that respect? Yeah, it, it is a young group, which is um you know often very exciting um for the team and I guess for the team going forward in the future. But um yeah, for right now, I guess it's about um, embracing the strengths that come with having a young group. You know, uh, whether it be that excitement, um, you know that that high work rate and um. Everyone really buying in. I think that's that's the, the important thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And of we've seen that, haven't we? Yeah, just oh, the way the boys have gone yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, it's been a very tough preseason. You know, like um, 
yeah, Jade put us through our through our paces, and um, TJ, the strength and conditioning coach. Um, yeah, and uh, all the boys, the way that um, especially the young fellas kind of responded to that and and worked through that, and um, yeah, it's just really good to see and kind of gives you a bit of confidence going uh, forward into the season. So just, ju- just on that, sorry, um, you talked about pre-season, and I'm sure I've noticed um, our program this year was 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 fantastic, and there was some really specialist coaching going on. Um, Craig Ike as a uh, a body conditioning uh, tackling coach. Just give us uh, your, your thoughts on that in the program. Yeah, that was, that was a fantastic element of the program. I think um, great way to toughen players up uh, before the season starts. So, yeah, Craig came in. He would run us through some pretty grueling uh, um, tackling and, and um, physical combat type drills. Um, so, yeah, often uh, f- repeat effort. Uh, tackling into sprinting, straight into kicking, then, man, you didn't want to miss a kick or you'd be doing more sprinting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just kind of working under fatigue and trying to get uh, yeah. trying to get your skills on, kind of get that mental toughness when you're still uh, working that hard. Mate, it's great to have you in the studio. I know you've got to get to uh, back on the track. Uh, we've got a big game tomorrow night. We're looking yep. forward to what you and, and the boys bring tomorrow against night. Against so your old club. Against the old club. Yep. Yeah, no, it should be a good game. Looking forward to They're, to playing, they're, they're playing good f- footy, but uh, an opportunity to to, uh, to bounce back for the club. Congratulations and good luck on uh, getting into your second state team. Uh, we we look, really look forward to seeing how that all unfolds. And we also uh, want to say to you, go get them tomorrow night. Yeah, will do. Thanks for having me on the show, fellas. Well done, we'll, Nolly. We'll be back, folks. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climat Air Conditioning. Climat Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climat Air Conditioning. Climat Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Appel, play out of your skin and climate air conditioning and solar. Come home to climate. Well, Dale, we're back and, gee whiz, there's a lot going on in football. But in particular, there's a lot going on at the Nord Football Club. There is, Fanna. We've been very busy off the field, uh, as you would well and truly know. Um, you know, we've, we've got a lot of things going on around membership. Um, we're up about 15 20% at the moment, which is fantastic. Uh, but we can never have uh, too many members, as you know. So, you know, I uh, ask anyone out there listening that hasn't joined up yet, jump on board because uh, membership is the lifeblood of any football club, uh, certainly our club. And we're, we're aiming for 3,500 members. We haven't seen that since we've, uh, you know, the early um, uh, last decade, early early last decade when we were winning premierships. And we, we obviously want members to get back on board and, and help the club uh, get back to the top of the so ladder. So you mentioned, um, look, it's very exciting at the moment uh, with the facility upgrade, the ability to, to organise functions. What, what what type of things are coming up at the moment that, that our listeners and and Norwood people in particular can can uh, get involved in. Well, mate, there's so much going on. Uh, it's hard to keep up. But look, we've brought back some of the traditional nights that we, we used to enjoy at the Norwood Footy Club and the old Red Legs Club. And, and one of them was Team Selection Night or Members Night. Was That's what, Thursday? Thursday night? Every Thursday evening? nights, every Thursday night at the club. You can come on down. 
Uh, the boys will be training. They'll probably usually going through their captain's run. So they're out on the ground. You can you know, grab a Cooper's, grab a Barossa boy, uh, order a beautiful meal. Uh, the, the menu at the uh, Wolf Blast Community Centre is fantastic. So we've had a full house down there the last few weeks where people are really getting back to that old school, get down to the footy club on a Thursday night, support the club, mingle, socialise and watch the boys train. Well, loving the atmosphere down there, the outlook, the boys on the track, um, gives you a chance to to really get a, a sense of so I encourage uh, anyone that hasn't seen the facility yet to get down there especially on a Thursday night but how about some of the functions yeah look we've got a really full schedule of functions uh, on the calendar and just to sort of focus on a few we've got we've got the red and blue uh, gala cocktail evening uh, this year we're bringing it back we couldn't do it last year for obvious reasons but uh, July the 10th after the Port Adelaide game at Alberton uh, at the at the Wolf Blast Community Centre. At Center. the Wolf Blast Community Centre, so in the Norwood Function That's Room, right. in the right. main facility there, uh, we're going to hold our first ever Red and Blue Gala event. So it's a, like a black tie event. Um, you know, it will sell out. Uh, seats are limited or, or tickets are limited. Um, so you can inquire at the club now. They will go on sale online in the coming weeks. But if you wanted to reserve your spot, you know, give Angelina a call at the club. So what are the very noticeable... Uh, looks at the club at the moment, or certainly in the team, um, is Appel, uh, right across the, the front of the jumper. Give us a bit more insight. I know some of our listeners now are very much aware of, of what uh, Appel are offering, but um, wow, what a, what a terrific partnership and, and what a great lot of guys to get on board. Oh, look, they've been fantastic. You know, from a uh, personnel point of view, the, the directors and, and, and Tim Clark and uh, Ross, uh, Ben... Um, and uh, um, Adrian have really bought into our club. Um, you know, they're even joining in the uh, the early morning training sessions with, uh, with Harry Boyd. Fit. They're getting themselves fit, and why not? Because they've got fantastic merchandise to wear. They're obviously a sporting apparel company, and uh, I've got one on at the moment, the Norwood Polo, and it just feels fantastic. But, you know, as a partner, they've come on board as a platinum partner and really got behind the club. And uh, the merchandise uh, is selling out. Uh, it's selling fast. It's high quality. We've got some new lines coming. Uh, look out for uh, the next generation of Norwood merchandise, which we're, we're quietly calling N Fashion. That'll be coming in the coming months. And I can tell you, it's exciting. Give us a quick snapshot. Um, Fortis in Priscilla, the club was in uh, fairly significant um, difficult positions, as, as every organisation was. Uh, the Fortis in Priscilla, the, the club motto, uh, the, the glass jar gets broken and uh, the club is really focusing on that. Um, just give us a quick snapshot because I know you've got some plans and the club's got some plans for all those that have been involved and another opportunity potentially where we get the, the whole Norwood Army together. That's right. I mean, it's been well documented how great our supporter base was last year getting behind the club and the Fortis in Pacella campaign. One of the promises we made as a club was that when we could, everyone that bought any Fortis in Pacella merchandise would get the opportunity to wear that, walk down the parade as a red and blue army, down Wood Street, in through the Wally Miller gates, out onto the ground, uh, and be applauded by everyone, including you know, those walking with each other. Uh, just for the effort they made to get behind the club. So that is going to happen. Um, I can uh, officially say we're targeting the last home game of the year because we know that'll give us enough runway, hopefully, to have unlimited crowds. But since we've lifted, lifted to 5,000, because there's over 3,000 people that can do this march, um, we've decided we can schedule that in. That'll be the last home game of the year. 
Uh, more to come on this, but we will be doing the Fortis March on... Uh, aiming for that very last game for that at home. last home game, yeah. Well, I've got to say, um, for all those listeners out there, Fortis in Priscilla, standing for strength in adversity. Um, and my goodness, it uh, never a truer motto could have come to the fore given the, uh, given the nature of what we all went through last year. And let's talk through the, the group at the moment and, um, and, and the coverage that we're getting right across there because we're talking about the women's teams, uh, we're talking about our underage teams and right through, through to the Air Peninsula. Yeah, well, that's right, mate. Um, as a club, it's all, you know, all in, one in, uh, one in, all in, I should say. Um, you know, underage programs, Air Peninsula programs, women's programs, men's programs, we're all Norwood. We all wear the same Guernsey. As you know, we standardise that across the whole club. Um, we're all part of the same community and there's so much going on. Um, you know, we've got some great announcements coming out of the Air Peninsula in the coming weeks. Well, let's hang on. Let's just focus in on this one because yeah. how exciting is yeah. this? Our wonderful friends over in the Air Peninsula, what an incredible part of the world. Absolutely. Um, recently, we were able to unload nearly 100 kilo of lobster. Yeah, I had and a it was, it, yeah, it was it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, looked after all of our members at $70 a kilo. But how, how incredible is the is the whole region and and we've got some exciting news about some tourism and, yep. and some great opportunities. You want to take us through a little yeah, bit about Yeah, absolutely. Well, just to, to sort of start with, we talked about the last home game being the the, uh, the Fortis March. Well, that'll also be a celebration of all things Air Peninsula. So we'll be running um, activations, uh, food experiences, wine experiences, everything to do with the uh, Air Peninsula. You'll be able to get some fresh oysters and some seafood, all part of that day. So it's a really big day for the club. But just on the Air Peninsula, I was up there last week. Uh, we're going to be launching a new um, program uh, for all supporters called Red Legs Getaway, where you'll be able to book directly with the tourism operators in the region through the football club. Uh, they're going to be giving us some great deals, deals that you won't be otherwise otherwise be able to get direct. And by booking through the club, you'll get priority on those experiences. You'll get experiences that aren't even on the market for other um, you know, uh, consumers and You'll be helping the footy club because the tourism operators will, uh, you know, support the club in return. Well, I'm looking forward to getting uh, down there for the Mortlock Shield, which is always uh, an incredible um, feast of football uh, where all the, the whole of the peninsula comes together and, and puts together in a great carnival. The place just has produced a number of footballers that uh, too, too many to, to really go through. Mm. But what a, an area it has been over those over that journey. Oh, it has, mate. And look, you know, it has. It's produced so much talent for the Nord Football Club and, and football in general, and 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 that's great. Uh, but we want to do more. We want to really buy back into the region and bring the Nord brand into the Air Peninsula, not just take their best talent out to the Norwood. Uh, Henry Nelligan, yep. um, Jacob Kennelly, they yep. are uh, Kennelly. They are both EP boys that are doing that's some right. great things at the moment. So look, folks, you're going to hear lots more about uh, our connection out with the EP. Uh, an EP day down at Norwood Oval, but a real opportunity for, for our members, for our people to, to get across there and enjoy the Air Peninsula and all that it offers. That's it. And just before we, I know we've got to go to a break, but just a reminder, we talked about functions. We have a business lunch on tomorrow. We've got business lunches happening every, the last Friday of every month. There's still a few seats uh, left tomorrow. Michael Hickmont, uh, SA's leading horse trainer, very successful businessman in his own right as well, will be our guest speaker. Business lunches every Friday, the last Friday of every month. That's right. And we've got, you know, we've got some big names coming. Craig Kelly, 
The old um, Ned, Ned will get him back. Yep, uh, Stephen, Stephen Trigg. Trigg. Yeah, Triggy's yep. going to come in and talk um, about Seppel's wines and, and the football industry. We've got a, a number of key people. Dr. Richard Harris is one we're targeting. We've got some fantastic speakers coming up. So get in and be part of the Norwood Business Lunch community. Last Friday of every month. Coming up after the break, folks, we're going to be chatting with one of our women's stars, Alicia Gallagher, been with us from outset, and we're looking forward to having a chat with her. You're listening to Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best. You're listening to Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best. Well, welcome to the second half of Redlegs Radio, brought to you by Appel, play over your skin, and climate air conditioning and solar. Come home to climate. Dale, you're building, aren't you? Well, we'll be coming home to climate <laughs> soon, mate. Don't <laughs> worry. I bet they're, you're going to be speaking to the boys. my first point of call for my new place. I'm um, on another note. I'm feeling incredibly safe at the moment, but uh, how, are you, how are you feeling about all those? Suddenly feeling very well uh, protected. Yeah, well, on the line, we've got one of our stars at the Norwood Football Club's women's team. Welcome to Alicia Gallagher. You there, Alicia? Yes, hello. You're How are we all? Going well. You, you're, you're actually uh, on base at the moment and uh, at work? Yes, I'm between a few containers. <laughs> is that right? So we'll, get, we'll delve into that in a minute, but um, the team is travelling along very well. You must be pleased with not only the overall performance, but certain individual performances as well. Yeah, it's it's been a really exciting season. We kind of had the feeling before the season started that this could be a pretty special season, um, and it's shaping up to be that for sure. We had a special milestone last week. Yes, we did. Big bad cutters. Big bad cutters. Uh, Leah cutting. 50 yeah. games. Wow, what an achievement. Can you tell us a little bit about Leah? She She's an incredible leader. Um, she's one of the people that has helped me grow from the very first um, training I was at. Uh, and she takes a lot of the young girls, the inexperienced girls under her wing, um, and, yeah, helps them with everything they need. And she's always there um, pumping us all up. And, yeah, she's a great leader on and off the field. Um, so, yeah, it was a great day. Um, and luckily got the win for her too. So, Alicia... Is she one of the originals like yourself? Was Leah there from the very first season? Yeah, I'm actually um, not an original. I came in the second season. But, yeah, she's been there from the very start. So the first season she was there um, and then the second season is when I came in as a train-on and she helped me before every single training um, practice and work on all the skills that I needed to, to be able to debut. Oh, that, oh, that's fantastic. So you've really shared the journey together. And right now, that journey's got you guys sitting on top of the ladder. ladder. Yeah, yeah, sitting up there very nice and pretty. Um, but the job's not done yet. And we just uh, are focusing on one week at a time. And, um, yeah, that, that focus has come to South Adelaide for the weekend. So, so what do you reckon's been the big difference this year um, to get you guys up and about sitting on top of the ladder? I mean, I've watched a number of games and... The skills are really, really improved. Like, I was really blown away by the amount of targets you are hitting, how clean your ball usage is, even just your transition from back line to forward line. It's just been first class. What do you, you think has been the difference issue? Yeah, well, um, I think it all started off um, 
with our pre-season. It was incredible. We worked really, really hard, especially the pre-season camp we went on. Uh, once we finished that, I came away thinking this is going to be a pretty special season. And from the very get-go, we've been practising transitioning um, and a lot of game simulation at every training um, at least once a week in our main session. And I think that that has really um, come to play. So we do a lot of um, kicking and handballing drills, but then we put it into play in a full transitional drill. And I think that's um, the practice we've needed to, um, yeah, to show out on the game day. Yeah, we're certainly seeing that cohesion and and girls that have really taken on, I guess, not only the, the coaches' instructions, but just the way that they personally have developed their own game. And I've, one of the things that I've really noticed, Alicia, is, is the, the ability of the girls to even kick that extra five and ten metres in their kick, the way that the, the connection, uh, two, three, four connections, really really across the ground and, and transitioning the ball very well. I guess there's been a fair bit of focus around that type of uh, instruction. Yeah, um, I was actually saying last night to Sos at training, um, a few of the drills that Simon, our forward line coach, has been getting us doing, uh, he really specialises in kicking. And um, season, previous seasons, we've just learnt how to kick the ball. There hasn't been you know, short hit-up kicks, long switch kicks, um, long down the line, high kicks. You know, one's in front, one's on the ground. With, and now we're getting into drills where we're switching up the different types of kicks. We do left foot kicks, right foot kicks, um, where I think in previous seasons it's just been about uh, helping girls master one type of kick, where now we're mastering, you know, two, three or even four types of kicks. And that's where it's coming out in a game. It's not just a big hat kick down the line and then work to another stoppage. We're actually thinking our way through the game. And great to see the buy-in right across the board. Now, let's talk about you, the person. Uh, you have a, you've had a really interesting career yourself. And as you said, you came to the club in its second year. You've developed as a leader uh, with the group now. And you're certainly leading by example. But take us through your journey and, and, and how you think you're performing at the moment. Yeah, um, so I started football uh, five years ago now. I transitioned from netball. I uh, wasn't really enjoying myself in the netball space anymore. I kind of um, got to A-grade level and that was as far as I was probably ever going to take it. Um, so I found myself out at Mount Barker Football Club. I rang them up to see what nights they train and um, headed out there. And from the very first training, I absolutely loved it. And, I mean, I've loved football my whole life, watching it um, and analysing it. But to be able to play it, um, I guess, brought that excitement and um, challenge into my life again. Um, so after my first season at Mount Barker, um, I got invited out to Norwood to trial um, by Steve, um, our previous coach. Um, I was lucky enough to get a train-on position but wasn't good enough at that stage to be in the main 30 list. But I, uh, I worked my absolute bum off, um, got to trainings an hour early every training uh, and just kept asking for feedback and found myself playing my debut five games in. Uh, and since then, I haven't I haven't um, been dropped from a game since. So my, I guess I could say my consistency has been there. I've had a few niggling injuries uh, throughout, but I think each season I've just been learning something new and I'm always open to learning something. Um, and I think, yeah, this year so far, it's probably been my best season um, so far. And, yeah, finding myself in the leadership role this year I'm really enjoying and um, teaching me a lot more about, I guess, 
how other people see things and that we're not all the same person and we all need to be spoke to or communicated in different ways and I'm learning that as I go on. Uh, absolutely. And uh, just quietly, uh, kicked a nice goal a few weeks back at a very important time of the game. Was that your first goal for the season? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was my first set goal for Norwood altogether, actually. Stop. So, there you um, go. <laughs> and then since then, yeah, I've kicked another one. So two goals a season, um, which was pretty exciting for me. I, I kicked two in the trial match and I thought, this is it. This is the year I'm going to get to kick a real goal for Norwood. So, those, um, yeah, that was pretty exciting. I was going to ask, is that those new Puma boots? Well, I was, yeah, that must be <laughs> it. She's looking sparkling. fantastic in the Puma. As one of our Puma uh, ambassadors is Alicia and uh, got a brand new pair on the weekend, nice white uh, pair of Puma boots. How are they going for you? Yeah, they're looking really nice at training. I can't wait to wear them in the game on the uh, weekend. I didn't, didn't use them last weekend. I thought I'd test them out at training first, but no, they're really nice. I'm loving them getting a lot of remarks on how nice they're looking too. Alicia, I have a little footnote here that uh, you're a social influencer. Oh, I now, wouldn't go that come far. Come on, what does that <laughs> no, tell us all about? Tell us all about your social influencer or your social presence out there. Um, and here's a chance, uh, here's a chance for a plug, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started using um, these nutritional products about, uh, it was, uh, just at the end of my first season, I, I was really struggling to keep uh, muscle on, I guess, because of the amount of exercise I was doing that I, my body wasn't really used to. Um, and I was finding myself really tired as well. So I thought I'd give these uh, products a go. And since then, it hasn't just changed um, my my body. It's actually made um, me get really interested in mindset and um, and what nutrition can actually do for the body, not just in how the way we look, but the way we move, the way we think, um, the way we combat stress and so many other ways. So, uh, yeah, it has really made me become uh, interested in helping other people do the same uh, and take take more of a notice in what we put into our body and, and how it can change the way we, we go about life. And um, a lot of people, I don't think, realise the amount um, of what they're putting in the body is then showing um, out on either game day or just in general life and a few tweaks can really make a difference. And I love the fact that, you know, again, it's just another uh, demonstration of your commitment and, and girls' commitment right across the whole football spectrum where uh, living elite lifestyles, making the, the, the little changes in their lives to, to get themselves fit and healthy as well as adopt uh, the understanding of how to play you know, Australian rules football. It's, it's, it's been an incredible journey. And the whole preparation part of it. And... I guess, Alicia, sort of leads me to my next uh, question for you. Um, tell us a little bit about your life away from footy. Um, you're, you're a member of our, of our armed forces, I, I understand. Is that right? Yes, that's right. I've been in the army um, both full-time and reserves for the last seven and a half years. Uh, I've had a few different roles within, but uh, currently I'm an ammunition supplier, so um, ordering and sorting out all the ammunition for um, all the training we do. Um, and, yeah, it's it's a great lifestyle. I love the friends and they become family that we meet throughout the journey. And, um, yeah, I've got to play football uh, for the defence and army as well. And, um, yeah, it's it's great that they acknowledge sport and um, put it into our, our training as well, which is really good. Great career. Do you find balancing career and football commitments? Oh, sorry, how do you find you know the balancing of that? Then you throw in your business interests. 
yeah, I'm a pretty busy person. <laughs> yeah, um, you need all those yeah. uh, nice nutri- uh, vitamins and nutrients that uh, you're talking about. Yeah, um, so I'm really lucky. Uh, my unit that I'm at at the moment uh, and a few people that I've met along the way through the football in the defence um, acknowledge our, a few of the um, girls at our unit and our sporting achievements uh, and let us um, work that into our, our daily lifestyle. So on Fridays when we have Friday night games, we're allowed to leave work early and things like that um, just to help support us. And then, um, yeah, I'd say I've probably got an hour sitting on the couch for the week and that's about it. I'm pretty busy otherwise, but that's the way I like it. I like to stay busy and stay active. So it works in my favour, that's for sure. Well, we love, we love what you're bringing to the club. Keep going with it. Uh, we've got a great year ahead of us and we love the way that the whole team has approached it. Uh, we're very much looking forward to the last part. So, folks, with that coming up after the break, uh, we'll be back with our last segment. But don't forget to have a look at the club's website, norwoodfc.com.au. Look, go to the shop and have a look at our appeal range for wonderful deals. And get down and see Alicia and the girls this Saturday versus South Adelaide, 11 o'clock Cooper Stadium. Good luck, Alicia. And uh, make sure you stay on top of the ladder. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. And yeah, come down and check us out. You'll be really surprised at the amount of skill we've got. That's for sure. Thanks, Alicia. Back after the break. Thank you. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climat Air Conditioning. Climat Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. We're into the last quarter. So, Dale, we've got a big game tomorrow night. South Adelaide, top of the ladder. Our boys, two and two, really need to make another statement or certainly make some steps. Well, we do, mate. We need to bounce back, and uh, I'm confident we will. Uh, took a couple of steps uh, in that direction last week, but uh, hopefully tomorrow night, much be- better effort, and uh, we're, we're proud of the way they go about it. I'm looking forward, again, to seeing some of these young guys. I know I've harped on this a bit, but... I do look at the teams, the balance. I really like the way that we've shaped up. I love the messaging, and I certainly love what Jade is bringing as a coach in the direction. But I look at that lineup too, and these aren't excuses. I think it's more the, more the flip side. This is where the excitement comes. With it, when you've got Tom Wagner, who's played four games, and Jackson Callow, who's played four games, and you work through that list, and there's, I think there's fourteen under under twenty games in that group which tells me we're seeing already some great signs. Their ability to be able to play some more footy together over this next month, I think, is critical. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're quite right. Um, we've already seen what they're capable of. I mean, they've got you know, very few games against their name, but they've already shown us that they can play at this level. And our first couple of weeks was, was, was great. Our first game was great. And I'm really confident that the boys will bounce back. And it does take time, as you know, for teams to gel. It does. One of the one of the pressing things that um, I think is something we need to talk through as a league and certainly to continue on is we're talking to Michael Knoll and he was a victim or not victim. He, he, was, he had a great opportunity to go and get selected in a mid-season draft. Mid-season drafts, where, where does that fit on, on our agenda? 
Where well, does it where does it fit across the whole league? I'm going to throw this one back at you, Fanner, as CEO of uh, the you know the Nord Football Club, and and certainly highly experienced football person, been in the industry for a long, long time at the top level, uh, in various roles. What's your view? Let's take your Norwood cap off because we don't want to lose players. But what's your view as a football person? And I think you might have given it away by calling a Michael a victim. I don't want to spend too much time on that on that, on that today. But what I will say is that as a as a football CEO, certainly at this level, uh, I, I think it's it's completely not right. I, I think the damage that's done to a state league, for example, is far greater than what the opportunity or the, or the upside is for an AFL club. That said, I can totally understand why AFL clubs, the rules are there. If you have an opportunity to, to replenish your list, I can totally get it, especially when you've got uh, a key player or a, or a, or a play player. But, but I think that's a great great conversation for you another talk time. About it, you could talk about it all day. And let's you hope could. that you want every kid to get their opportunity, but we also want to stay together as a football team. But as a club, as a club we'll keep opposing it until such time there as there's a that's change. Our position. But there you go, folks. It's been another great evening with you. Thank you for joining us. We're here every Thursday night between 5.30 and 6.30, your drive time. Love to have you join us again with Red Legs Radio until next week. Thanks again. Thanks, listeners. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.